0: Welcome to the Mordcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before we get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Tramley Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake & Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. Uh, go to bfwdenver.com, get yourself a bottle of wine, um, I, you know, Nate Lundy, uh, my radio partner, and myself, have talked about Blanchard for the duration of our uh, radio show and for me going all the way back a year and a half. Once again, I don't get paid to tell you what I am telling you. That is how much I love Blanchard Family Wines. Um, I do this because I want everyone here to go and, first of all, support local business, and second of all, just get some damn good wine. 2017 Cabernet, big fan of that. Uh, they're, they they it's made from their own uh well, from grapes that are from Sonoma County in California. Um and they create this great wine that is uh I think something that you would really enjoy to have. Um they've got also Pinot, obviously because it's California wine, and they also got, you know, blends, uh, Riesling from Restoration and uh Storm Cellars in the western slope of Colorado. Well restoration is uh Actually, in Grand Junction or Palisade, I should say. Um, but basically, they got everything you need for great time for Christmas for wine. Um, do yourself a favor, go to bfwdenver.com and check them out. Uh, you can go down to uh, the location, the Blanchard Family Wines, and pick it up, or you can have it delivered, or you can have it shipped to you. They got multiple options for you. I highly suggest you go check it out. Once again, they're Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in blinken Beautiful lower downtown, Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. They are at bfwdenver.com to get your bottles of wine. When you go in or when you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me in the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. Uh, Important information here. Um, CSG has a new uh, Twitter page. It is CSG underscore network on Twitter. Once again, that's at CSG underscore network on Twitter. Um, I created that because uh, our other Twitter page, we just, none of it, we can't access it anymore. Uh, so uh, it's been a couple of years on that. So I decided to bite the bullet and make another Twitter page. Once again, that's at CSG Network, CSG underscore network, excuse me. And uh, we'll be posting podcasts there. And of course, at jmorton78, I will continue to repost the podcast and do what I usually do. But I just wanted to make a new, wanted to make a new Twitter uh, page for the podcast and all the satellite Podcasts that come, that are posting on there, including Gen X Movie Show, Gen X Music Show, CSG Politics, and more. Um, we just we basically have uh, a lot of different podcasts on there, and Magnus and Joe and Nate Timmons and uh, Pat and uh, we are all basically. Happy to be doing these for you because this is a labor of love. We don't get paid to do this, so we do this because we love doing podcasts, and we really hope that you are, are interested in following it there. So at CSG underscore Network today, I kind of want to talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo signing his five-year, two hundred twenty-eight million dollar extension with the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, and how it pertains to Nikola Jokic, who is the really the only comparable player on the Nuggets roster at this moment that is in the the range of Giannis. Um Giannis signed this uh, extension after oh my, after an entire offseason which wasn't that long of speculation about what he would do. Um it, it was it was probably if you read the tea leaves it was always pretty obvious he was going to stay in Milwaukee because Giannis isn't, you know, I don't think he's hungry for some spotlight. Um, he decided that, you know, winning sixty games a year um, is a better situation than going to a team that's not guaranteed that. Or you'd have to share, you know, team leadership and spotlight with, say, another superstar. He's got his own thing in Milwaukee, which is good for him, and it's really good for the league for a superstar player to stay in a small market. We've had far too many players leaving. Now, I fully am supportive of uh, free agency. Players can go wherever they want. Um, I'm not as favorable to forcing your way out when you're already under contract. Um, But Giannis was heading into his final year and could have become a free agent, and no one... No one in Milwaukee wanted to face the prospect of losing him for nothing, and obviously, as we know in Denver, that for two, two occasions, that creates bad situ- scenarios for the team and for the fans. It's no good. Um, fans, in, in this sense, are owed. They're not owed anything here, but it is good to see Giannis kind of re-up for to make the fans feel better. Because as a as a team who supports a mid-market team like the Denver Nuggets, it's it's hard to feel jilted all the time, right? Feeling did jilted all the time and feeling like you're lesser than is is part and parcel to the NBA, but part of it is just basically the fact that it is uh, a a player-driven dri- league, and when it's a player-driven league, you don't have the indentured ser- servant aspect that you have in. Uh, <laughs> or used to have uh, in the old-timey era uh, before it's free agency, or the way the NFL na- is now, where they basically treat the players like uh, you know disposable Kleenex. Um, it's a little different, and you've got to ad- adapt to that reality. And Giannis re-signing in uh, Milwaukee was a good PR move for the sport. Um, it affects nothing as far as what other free agents will do. Um, If a player doesn't like a city, he is fully, fully free, and uh, I think I should be encouraged to leave Um, when his out is there, you know, either, because the team, here's here's the part of the problem I think fans don't understand, is that. A player has got the right to free agency, and there's nothing that teams, specifically with star and superstar players, hate more than free agency, because that leaves a variable they can't control. So if a player doesn't sign an extension prior to the year that they are hitting free agency, teams get really, really antsy and start making bad decisions. So they want they they almost encourage players to make a decision prior to their final year. Uh, the uh, the deadline for Giannis was, I believe, the twentieth of this month. They moved things around in the uh, in the NBA to kind of you know compensate for the shortened offseason and stuff like that. So really, it was up to uh, it was up to <laughs> Giannis to. Allay the fears of an entire fan base and an organization, um, which I think is unfair. Um, organizations need to operate as they operate, right? And having a player, forcing a player to make a decision prior to his time entering free agency is like you're pushing his, your problem on to someone else if you trade him, right? It's like the teams are saying, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. I can't deal with this uncertainty. He may not even stay with us. Got to get let him go, right? Uh, and it's panicky. No one wants the Dikembe Mutombo nineteen ninety six scenario for the Denver Nuggets. That's what happened to the Nuggets in two thousand eleven with Carmelo Anthony. It was just the panicky stuff, and Melo wanted that. Mello wanted that extension prior to the lockout, and that really influenced his decision making there. Um, but when you when it comes to when it comes to everything surrounding Giannis. People like to project the results onto other players, right? Uh, and I think the risk of over-moralizing things is is very prevalent, it's particularly in the way we cover the teams. Everything is declaratory. Everything is very much a moral declaration of superiority, regardless in one way or the other, whether you're supporting the player or the team, and I think that's stupid. It's reductive, and it kind of reduces the uh, discourse around players to just being pieces of meat, whether they support the team or whether they support themselves and they want to get out of a certain area. It, it just reduces them to less than human beings, and I've always hated that. But it's the nature of the beast. Um, I am not going to draw a moral judgment on what Giannis did. I, like I said, it's good for the league just to have someone staying in the East, <laughs> Um, it's good for the league to have that element still in the Eastern Conference, more than anything else, more than Milwaukee, right? The Eastern Conference has been the red-headed stepchild of the NBA for a very long time. And uh, it's good to for them to retain their superstars. And who knows what's going to happen to Milwaukee. I am skeptical. I am not a Budenholzer believer. He racks up regular season wins, and he just gets brain farts in the playoffs. That has been the Coach Budenholzer experience. And I, I just, I don't trust, I don't trust him to be able to get them over the top. And I think until they deal with that element or what they're going to do, I, I just don't know how far Milwaukee's going to get, uh, even with the addition of Drew Holiday. Um I think that that's where they are, but they are all in on Giannis and Drew. So we'll see, we'll see. I, I I am not I am not convinced that the this is gonna guarantee the Milwaukee Bucks anything. Um, but they are in the East, where things are not as cutthroat as they are in the West. So we shall see. When I come back from reading DraftKings, I'm going to talk to you about how this pertains to one Nikola Jokic and how Denver Nuggets fans need to not worry about Jokic wanting another team, but they may need to worry about something else. Now it's time to talk to you about DraftKings. It feels like just yesterday that Los Angeles was lifting base basketball, excuse me, most coveted prize. Since then, we have introduced a new class of professional basketball players through the draft and seen marquee names switch teams. Luckily for sports fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is here to kick off the 2021 season with a no-brainer for all customers, uh, new and existing. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head on over to the app store now because you won't want to miss this. To celebrate the return of basketball, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a plus 75 points spread on the team of your choice on opening right. That's right. All you have to do is bet on any opening night game, and if your team doesn't lose by more than 75 points, you will double your money. This Saturday, there will be endless amount of action to get in on, so don't wait. Head on over to the app now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to get a plus 75-point spread on opening night for a shot to double your money. That's code MHS to get a shot at doubling your money on opening night. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. There have been a lot of, I mean, it's inevitable that this would happen, but there's been some talk about Nikola Jokic. Uh, First of all, that's a way off. Uh, But it's easy to draw, uh, I mean, way off by me, way in the distance. Um, It's easy to draw correlations because, you know, small mid-market. I mean, Denver's a bigger market than Milwaukee, but uh, it's just, it's, It's easy to draw correlations between the anxieties that go with being a fan who has a star in a small market or smaller slash mid market. It's the life of the NBA, and I understand it. Uh, It is something that comes with life. I mean, specifically Nuggets fans, uh, having, you know, if you've been a fan longer than, say, since 2010 or 2011, excuse me. Uh, you, uh, you understand that anxiety. You get it. Uh, what I think people miss is the fundamental psychology and uh, mood and temperament and personality of a player. And I think that's what people missed with Giannis. And they're going to miss it again with Nikola Jokic in a few years. Um, Nikola Jokic is not the I want the bigger spotlight kind of guy. Um, everyone should know this by now. It should be obvious to everyone. And, quite frankly, it should have been obvious to everyone with Giannis. Giannis' biggest thing, it clearly, was the fact that Milwaukee kept folding in the playoffs. And he wanted the team to address that. And I have no problem with the superstar player using his leverage to make sure the team gets better. Uh, Players shouldn't be GMs, but at the same time, GMs shouldn't be allowed to skate on playoff mediocrity. So that push-pull is absolutely fine with me. And that's all that Giannis wanted, clearly. Uh, so they went all in on Drew Holiday. Now they're kind of screwed as far as the draft goes, but, you know, in, with free agency, you're, you're, not, you're never screwed. And when, when you have a superstar, your chances of getting at least someone in free agency who can help you are greater than if you are, say, the Sacramento Kings, Right. So that part is is there so i' i don't even think Milwaukee fans should be worried about that sort of thing. It is what it is where Where I think people miss things is that oh, like once again they they don't count on a personality of a player they don't i and it's be, maybe because of the history of the league they just don't think about um teams being not teams, but players being different animals, that, that they're not all the same. Um, not every guy is Anthony Davis, who is led by the nose by Clutch Sports, right? Uh, there's not every player is James Harden. And you know, quite frankly, people, James Harden's been in Houston for, this is his eighth eighth season? It's a long-ass time. Uh, <laughs> it's, let's not pretend like James Harden has just dicked the... Houston Rockets over. He's been there for eight years. But not every player is wanting to have every, you ship them out with two years left in their contract, which is what Harden and Dave Davis did. Um, there's, just, there's just, not every player is like that. And I think we paint with too broad a brush. And part of that is NBA media, obviously, and specifically ESPN, kind of perpetuating the notion that the only teams that matter are Los Angeles, Boston, and New York. Um, which, in a large sense, actually it does, but we we don't want to hear that. But you know, quite frankly, the NBA depends on those ratings. So, Nikola Jokic, he is a. I think he's coming into this year with on a mission. Uh, I listened to the latest Locked On uh, Nuggets with uh, Matt Moore and Adam Marez, and they and Adam made it a good point that. I believe and I wholeheartedly agree that Nikola Jokic is coming on into this year with a mission. Uh, marriage is suiting him well. He is not like other players. Now, let's be frank. Nine times out of ten, I would tell NBA players, don't get married until you're at least well into your career or ready to leave because the life of the NBA player is such that um, there are things out there that, you yeah. Like I said, that are aren't good for married life. The difference is, Nikola Jokic is is fundamentally wired a different way. Uh, he's very religious. Uh, he is very uh, his his motivations aren't your motivations. His motivations aren't Anthony Davis's motivations. Um, but I do get the sense that after his marriage, uh, that he kind of is all in on this year, and he looks happy. He looks content. Uh, coming into last year, he was happy in a different way. He was happy in a uh, I've-been-enjoying-my-new-contract kind of way. <laughs> this is this is more in a uh, I'm-happy-because-I'm-happy-in-life kind of way, and that really suits Nikola Jokic. He dropped 26-10-5 uh, and five in such an easy manner on uh, when the Nuggets played uh, earlier. A couple days ago, uh, Saturday night, and that actually is something that you just, it was so easy, it was so breezy that you hardly noticed it, but that was Jokic just putting his stamp on a game in, uh, what, 20 minutes? Uh, it was pretty amazing. I mean, if he played his usual 30-something, that would have been a, you know, 30-18-10 game, right? So, or 35-18-10, so it would have been that. He was just thoroughly dominating. So, that's Nikola Jokic. Now, how Giannis pertains to Jokic? Not in any way whatsoever. Um, The only thing Nuggets fans have to worry about is if Nikola Jokic decides steeplechasing is more important than uh, basketball. And you laugh when you hear this. You're laughing. I can hear you chuckling into your podcast player. Um, But this is absolutely true. This is why Nikola Jokic is different. If he decides one day that he just would rather, you know, go back to Serbia and race horses, um, he'll do it, and it won't be a uh, "I want to go to LA" situation. Because I don't think, look, coming from Serbia, everything is a bigger stage to him. So it, it just it's, it doesn't matter whether it's Denver or Los Angeles, all right. He doesn't require that sort of thing. He doesn't have that sort of need. He doesn't mind the cold weather. It's it's just part of part of things that don't factor into his any of his equations, right? Clearly, with married life and the fact that he's motivated and wants to come into this year kicking ass, he's still thin. He still looks great. Right, he's in shape. Quite frankly, it's the best he's looked in ages. Um, uh, even through the bubble, this, I mean, the way he looks now is just fantastic. So, that is not his concerns. And it should, people should have looked at Giannis Antetokounmpo and thought the same thing. Where the Nuggets fans should be concerned, and I don't think concern is the best word, but I mean, should be looking at as if Jokic one day just says, okay, I've done what I need to do, I'm going back to Serbia. And that's it. It's not a I'm leaving you for uh LA or New York or Boston or Chicago. Everyone likes to feel wanted, but it's all about what you yourself, your value. And no 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 value is greater than the other, right? I'm not saying morally that Giannis and Jokic are better than any of these other players. I am saying that fundamentally it's what you how your personality and how what you think about And what you need as a human. And I think we often just kind of forget that. And that's why we end up surprised when people like Giannis end up re-upping, or we as a general basketball fandom, end up surprised when he ends up re-upping in a place like Milwaukee just because it's just we don't take into account what they think, what they require as a human is not necessarily what someone else will. That's okay. So Nuggets fans... You can't really take anything away from Giannis's contract as a sign of anything. But what you can do is say, look at Nikola Jokic and say he's obviously on a mission. And uh, we got it good right now. So. Well, thank you for listening to the Mortcast. Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. We'll be talking to you soon.